Okay, good morning, everybody. Over to you as well. Happy Monday. For those that are live, happy whatever day of week it is for you. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm talking about this idea of being a victim. Feeling like we're out of control, getting it into our heads. Now remember something, just to make sure that we're all on the same page and we remember these things. Our brain likes to feel comfortable, right? We've been talking about this a lot. And one of the things that our brain likes to feel comfortable in is feelings. Right? Feelings are comfortable. Now this is really why we get so scared of change. Because, not necessarily because of what it brings to us intellectually, but what it brings to us in feelings. We want to feel a certain way. That's why when people frame things for us properly, we're happy to do it. Right? This is so important for framing. Right? If you're raising kids, this is you, if parents, or I'd say, I would say good parents, spend a lot of time framing. I shouldn't say that. Everyone's good parents. Like, I'm not judging people on their parenting skills. Good parenting. How about that? Parents are wonderful. God bless them all. Parent, good parenting skills would say frame. Frame. Why? Because you could tell a kid, do it. Or you could frame it so that the kid feels that they want to do it. What's the difference? They're using their same brain and same hands and same everything. The difference is, they, is their feeling. When we say we're going to go to the store and in the store we're going to do this thing and we're going to get this gift and make somebody happy and da, da 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 and the five minutes it takes to frame what's going on right now so the kid feels, wow, that's going to be great. When the kid's in the store, he feels different. If the parent's like, we're going to the store because we're going to the store because that's what we're doing today. Like, what can I tell you? We're going to the store. We'll, we'll, we'll do what you got to do later. First, I got to go to the store. The kid's still at the store. But the feeling he has in the store is, is much worse. Later on, when he remembers the day, now if he's little enough, he'll forget it, but he's not going to remember necessarily the store and what happened. What he'll remember is the feeling. It happens a lot of times in life to us. When we look back in our lives, we don't remember like... We remember things, but we remember them in context of feelings. We remember being in school or in camp or wherever we went, but what we're really remembering is how we felt when we were there. And so we can be in the worst scenario, but when we felt amazing, it was cool. It was great. Right? We went away. We went on a, on a hike, and it could be gross. It could be raining and muddy and terrible, but the counselor framed it as if we were like commandos and it was fun and we had a great time. And so even though there was mud and it was gross and we were lost, the feeling was was positive. It was fun. It was great. And so the whole experience was great. Because what really scares us is not doing things that are hard. What really scares us is feeling a certain way. That's the idea. That's why people are scared of things. 
What they're scared is to feel a certain way. To feel vulnerable, to feel alone. They're scared to feel alone. They're scared to feel like a failure. So they don't do it until somebody frames that failure is accept is not only accepted, failure is is celebrated here if it's done in a certain way. And so so much of of our lives really is navigating life in order to get certain feelings. And that's how we do certain things because it'll get us those feelings. That's how we act in certain ways because it'll get us those feelings. And when we're around people that don't make us feel a certain way, that's how we're so we're so quick to leave it. This is a major issue in education, certain areas of education for sure. With teachers, God bless them. Not every teacher gets this. Not every teacher, instructor, guide, mentor understands this enough. So what they'll do is they'll teach. And as and at the, at the end of the, the the semester or the year, the students will get grades. And if the goal of the teacher is just to teach information, like, fine. He or she taught the information and they got it. But if the goal is to get them to connect to the subject, they, if anything, had the opposite effect. Because the subject wasn't presented in a way that was engaging to the student. So the student felt disconnected from the subject. The student felt like they weren't enough every time they walked into the classroom. The student felt like they weren't good enough every time the teacher spoke. The way the lessons were, were, were laid out, the way the work was delivered, it was, wasn't done in a way where students were growing you know, bit by bit. It was overwhelming. This happens sometimes even in religious education where there's such a and it's understandable there's such a tremendous desire on the part of the instructor for the child to accept and to follow the religion that they overemphasize sometimes the actions and not the feelings and they get frustrated if the child res resists certain doing, doing certain things so they, the way they control the behavior is through passive aggressiveness or just aggressiveness. And so as a result, the child does more because he doesn't want to deal with it or because he's trained as a kid that someone's going to be disappointed in him. But then as they get older, they don't, they don't connect to it. It makes them feel bad. They feel bad when they go near that religious practice now the religious practice is fine the way it is but it's just that the kid who's now an adult has so many memories of feeling bad when he did that thing that he just doesn't have in his head enough time to think about wait it wasn't that it was the teacher but he doesn't know that so they just don't go near it 
Happens all the time. I, I myself, there were some teachers. I'm not going to say which ones, but there were subjects that I just never, I knew I'd never do my whole life. Later now in life, I'd be like, wow, I wish I could have explored that. Maybe I would have gone into that profession, but I didn't do it because those teachers were rough, career-wise. And any time I thought of that subject, I was like, I'm not going near that because. When I in, when I was introduced to that subject in school, and it happens all the time. When you're introduced to a certain subject, the environment is so. It's so it it leaves you with such a distaste for you personally. And I'm not saying that I was perfect. I was far from perfect. And not, there's no one to blame. It's just reality the way it is. When I got to this subject, my teacher had no tolerance for me the material I couldn't follow I hated it so as soon as I got my grade in this class I was like never again later in life when I saw people that graduated and went into these professions I said to myself wow I, I, maybe I could have been that why didn't I even try and the answer was because I felt I felt something when I was in that class in ninth grade, in eleventh grade, whatever it was, I felt something, and what I felt was something negative. And I don't want to feel negative. I don't want to choose the feeling of negative. And so much of our lives really is navigating the world to guarantee us feeling something because the feelings that we have is what keeps us going moment by moment it's not our mind it's our emotions our emotions is what, what, what guides us our mind may be what we have to use to guide us and sometimes we're able to use logic and sometimes we're able to, to make very cold decisions but most of the time we're not Most of the times what we're doing is navigating through feelings of feeling like we're not enough. I have a friend of mine who who shared with me something was going on in his own marriage. Where him and his wife had like a certain critical disconnect on something. And when he explored it with me, I was trying to like help him just think about it. I, I wasn't... I wasn't giving him therapy. I was just helping him sort of understand where it came from. And she later confided in her husband that, well, she felt inadequate in that area. Whatever area it was in their marriage, she felt inadequate. And so as opposed to engaging in something that makes her feel inadequate and becoming adequate, she chose just to pull back because the feelings of inadequacy was just too hard for her. We're all like that in some ways. We all don't want to be inadequate. We all want to feel something. And as a result, when we navigate our lives, what we have to be aware of is that we're navigating our lives really towards feelings. Towards feeling something. When you're raising, if you're raising a child, you have to remember that the child, when he leaves or she leaves your world, your house, 
they're going to rem- they're going to do the things that make them feel a certain way and feelings of empowerment feelings of of connection and belonging are so much more powerful than feelings of momentary pleasure and when we create worlds where where people feel deep down they feel good they feel welcome they feel accepted they feel like they can there's going to be a natural desire in the areas of which they feel that like they belong and they can where they're going to want to explore where they're going to want to grow where they're going to want to become but we have to as adults remember that because a lot of the areas that we're not successful in right now is because our brains have sort of conditioned us to feel a certain feeling that allows us to disengage right this is the victim mentality the victim mentality isn't necessarily for victims right there are a lot of victims first again let's separate between victims and victim mentality they're different I'm only talking about the victim mentality the mentality of I can't the mentality of it's not my fault what that is is a it's like the ability to like microwave the food as opposed to cooking it you know you come home you could theoretically spend an hour cooking a gourmet healthy nutritious meal but who has that time so depending on where you live and depending on what your situation is many times you go into the freezer you pull out something that is filled with garbage not garbage but not great stuff from a health perspective that's how it was able to survive on a shelf for that long and then you stick it in a microwave and you get something that is close it just tastes good but when you're done with it it doesn't do much for you the mental the victim mentality is very similar it gives you enough so that it's food it's a feeling but the feeling doesn't do much for you now right, we'll talk about this we'll delve in i guess a little bit more tomorrow all right everybody have a great day with God's help, I can't wait to speak again tomorrow. Have a great day.